Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to another Sunday message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us for the Sunday service. We're glad you chose to fellowship with us in the sharing of God's Word as we study, learn, and abide in our personal journeys in our daily walk with Christ. One thing I know is that there is our way and there is God's way. Father, we thank you for this time, this opportunity, this privilege, this gift of today to be able to come together with other like-minded, Christ-minded individuals to serve up your word, to feast on the knowledge, the wisdom, Uh, the grace, the mercy, the comfort, the discernment that it provides us to help us in our daily walks. We know that, God, we're not worthy of the gift that you have given, um, and we are thankful for that. We know that we will face challenges in this world, and we're thankful for your word to guide us, to lead us, to give us hope and a future, to strengthen us, and that your light can be within us to shine through us every day. We can choose that in the free will that you have given us. And we choose to exercise that will with your direction, with your guidance, with your support, and with your provision. This we ask and pray in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Today I want to talk uh, about serving, and the passage of Scripture is taken from Matthew 20 and 28. That's where today's text comes from. 28 says, Be like the Son of Man. He did not come to be served. Instead, he came to serve others. He came to give his life as the price for setting many people free. So my question that I pose to you today is, is who are you serving? Are you living just for yourself or are you living for God? If, if you're, if you're doing it for yourself, the the first point, if you're doing it just for ourselves, there's far too much of that that's going on uh, in, in the world. People looking out for, for their own, I'll say best interests right the this ruthless mindset of it's it's dog eat dog it's every 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 person for themselves only only the strong survive and and so if you're weak i'm just going to run right over you i don't care about who you are or what damage i'm causing you um i'm i'm looking out for me i'm looking out for number one number 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 uno this that's that's all that matters to me that that's when you're you're in it to do it for yourself which which is a very selfish mindset to to trod over other people to well i've got to get mine and, and and you get yours and some even going so far as to say i got mine you know sucks to be you get yours i that that couldn't be more counter more uh, opposite of the way God intended. Uh, p- people, 
there are people out there only looking to to use others to use others right for their personal gain uh, without any regard for the person that they're using their needs their wants their desires what they're looking for in in their life that's a very selfish and and, and brazen um they, they they actually take it to the point of entitlement of, of an expectation that they, they project onto others i'm i'm special and and i deserve this i'm i'm for some reason some way somehow above you and better than you and and so you you're you're supposed to uh, it's 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 all about me if you have some gifts or some abilities or some things that other people don't possess let's not let us not forget from where your gift or gifts came from who 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 gave them to you so the world's way is to be served to be catered to to be pampered uh, to be looked up to or bowed down to to be revered and even feared to be admired waited on coveted idolized treasured and and even crowned looking to to get mine or or all that i can get or or my share hmm. it it brings to mind the verse in james uh, 3:16 for where you have envy and selfish ambition there you find disorder and every evil practice i like the way the amplified bible expands on that in in that same verse 16 forever there is jealousy or envy and contention rivalry rivalry and selfish ambition there will also be confusion unrest disharmony rebellion and all sorts of evil and vile practices so it begs to ask the question of those that are having an issue uh, with not getting what they feel they deserve or being king of the hill we all know the object of that game right is is just to tear down people and crawl over them and get to the top what happens when you get to the top you you got people clamoring after you no interest there but it 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 makes you ask the question are you jealous is your only concern about getting ahead ahead of who your your life will be a mess right you you will be doing all kinds of of evil things in 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 that quest in that fight to to be number one if you're number one and everybody else is yeah there's the well in in sports or in in the olympics nobody remembers who came in second there, there's a time and a place for that type of competition life is not that life is not that it, it is it is better to serve I, it, it reminds me of my my days in corporate America, and it was so redundant, repetitive, uh, regardless of the organization that I worked for, uh, some worse than others. But for, for those of you, a word of caution, who live an upstanding life of servitude, who are trying to walk with Christ in the way that you know best, know that you will bring the loathing of of others you i i i in that environment drew uh the anger 
the 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 they they despised me and looked to tear me down because i conducted myself in the way that christ would have me to conduct myself i respected those uh, i took my organization chart and turned it upside down i worked for the people that i was responsible for right in 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 the financial world if you're looking to get ahead financially, you give your money to a financial advisor, you look for them to invest it, and you want to return on the investment. Uh, I looked at that same process for their careers. They're giving me their careers, and I need to, to invest them in, in them and give them feedback and give them a high yield. So as a servant leader, and from that, when they saw that I had their best interest in mind, there was a level of respect that I had gained, and to my some of my peers to some of my co-workers and some of those above me it appeared like i had an unfair advantage something they didn't have because they weren't service servant leaders they were bosses they were they were they were telling people what to do and they were proud of they had gotten that i'm number one and it's all about me and you should fear me i have power over you and that's how they led and using that term loosely so if you find yourself, you're walking with Christ, and you're wondering why all of this turmoil, it is the God in you that irritates them. Your spirit irritates their demons. Just understand that. We weren't promised a, 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 a walk where everything would be perfect. There are challenges. We were going to face those. But hold your head up and, and, and walk proud, knowing that you are walking in the way that God would have you to walk. Proud of your walk, of what you're doing, right? As, as opposed to who you are, whose you are, far more, more important. It, 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 in, in the verses right before verse 28 in Matthew 20, 25, uh, there, there was a conversation that was ensuing of a, a mother and said, I want my two sons to to sit at your right and your left and basically she was looking for a position for them and he, he looking to elevate them and he said well they've got to you know walk and carry the cross that i carry well well they'll do that and he's like okay yeah they're they're gonna you're, you're gonna face some adv adversity in life but i'm not to choose who's going to that that's really but then he goes on to say in verse 25 jesus called them together he said you know about the rulers of the nations they hold power over their people their high officials order them around don't be like that instead anyone who wants to be important among you must be your servant and anyone who wants to be first must be your slave if you're looking to elevate yourself in jesus's eyes in his way no to to, to will power over people that that's that's not that's not god's way that's not God's way. That's not how we walk with Christ. So the second point I want to make is, is doing for others. We talked about doing for yourself. Now let's talk about doing for others. What does it mean to serve? Well, let's talk about that. Serve has many different types. To do military or naval service. To perform the duties of, like an office or post. To assist, to attend, to be of use to be favorable, opportune, or convenient, to be worthy of reliance or trust, to hold an office, discharge a duty or function, serve on a jury, 
to provide adequate or satisfactory, to help persons with food, to wait on a table, to set out portions of food and drink, to wait on customers in the, the sporting uh, arena where you're playing tennis or badminton uh, to put the, the ball into play. To give service and respect due to a superior, to comply with the commands or even demands, work demands, uh, to work through a term of service, to put in term of imprisonment, to present, provide, to furnish or supply, to answer the needs of, to be enough, to contribute or conduce or promote, to treat or act in a specific way to provide the services that benefit or help. It's a long list, but we, we tend to just confine that serve to a very narrow. I went through that long list intentionally because there are multiple opportunities for us to walk with Christ, to allow his light to shine through us in that list. So to serve is not some teeny tiny little box that we put it in. There are so very many areas and 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 now let's put it into corporate terms uh there you know there's that server in the server room and when the email server goes down or the network server goes down for for those who've worked in the corporate environment bad things happen or if it gets a virus right if it's not serving if it's not providing that information that data if it's not sharing it it can take down an entire organization so to serve is a very important, a very valuable, a very sacred thing in, as you look at it, in, 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 in respect to the whole unit. How can you serve? I talked earlier about being a servant leader. You're serving those. Being a servant leader, you're looking out for their best interest. You understand that these are human beings whose lives you're impacting, how you talk to them, how you treat them, how fair you are to them, the, how, what you say behind their backs. Uh, in the interview setting, when I would talk to candidates, I said, okay, thank you for your time. Uh, it was really about expectation setting after they've been interviewed before me. And then I would say to them, uh, I'm going to send you away and we're going to talk about you behind your back. I was very upfront because that's exactly what was going to occur. But they appreciated my honesty and my candor. To, you can serve to help, to assist, to give kindness, love, respect, patience, the hard one, forgiveness. You can serve to benefit others, to treat others with benevolence, to put positive things when it, when it talked about putting that tennis ball to serve it, you can put something into motion. And you know, there's that saying, the ball's in your court. So I'm gonna put something positive out there and how you choose to react to it, how you choose to respond to it. So you're gonna say, you may say, you may say, how? I'm barely getting by in my own. I, I have just so much, I'm barely making ends meet. I'll need to remind you of 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. And I'm talking to myself in the need to remind. <laughs> it says, and God is able to shower all kinds of blessings on you. In all things and at all times, you will have everything you need. You will do more 
and more good works. What that means is one of God's many promises to us. I will meet all of your needs so that you can overflow with good works. We should be giving from the overflow, not an empty tank. They say, don't go to the gas station and get gas. When, when you're seeing the truck, they're filling up because of the sentiments. You don't want the bottom of the, we, we, we hear so many sayings about the bottom of the barrel or the bottom of the pot. If we're walking with Christ, we are so full of his goodness and his blessings and what he is giving us. We cannot help but spill the overflow onto other people. That's being of service. As opposed to, I'm going to get greedy. I'm going to keep it off for myself. It's mine. Get your own. But it was a gift given to you. So how can you say that? The Amplified expands on 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. says, and God is able to make all grace every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. There's an underscore exclamation point of God will provide and give you everything you need to do what he's asked you to do, especially when it relates to the benefit to serving others. So I ask you, are you living for Christ? Sometimes that requires to be a living sacrifice. Romans 12 and 1, which speaks to that. It says, brothers and sisters, God has shown you his mercy. So I'm asking you to offer up your bodies to him while you are still alive. Your bodies are a holy sacrifice that is pleasing to God. A sacrifice is something given up for the sake of others. Let me say that again. A sacrifice is something given up for the sake of others. God is asking us to make a sacrifice. To put it into even more detail in the Amplified, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. This is your spiritual act of worship. We talk about worshiping and and there's the emotional experience of worshiping whether that be in song and praise there is we can worship every day we can pray without ceasing and that's having a constant communication with god to say what should i do how should i respond how should i react to this positive or negative how should i serve and that sacrifice giving up something our, from our flesh our selfishness is an act of service, and that's what he's asking. The key words in that sentence is to decide, to dedicate all, all members, all faculties. That means your thoughts, your attitude, your desires, your fears and worry, your intentions, motivations, 
reasons, purpose, power, your ability, your senses, your complete physical, mental, and spiritual being. That's what he's asking for in your service of worship. So was that email response well-pleasing to God that you just sent? Is the topic of your lunch discussion humble and serving God, or is it serving your selfish ambitions? How would God feel about your last social media post? Uh, the one you recently looked at, that, that comment you made on that last post? Are your actions and thoughts consistent with your words? Are they well-pleasing in God's sight? The correct answer to those questions is what it means to be a living sacrifice, to go against your fleshly desires, to conduct yourself in a manner that is well-pleasing in God's sight to serve others above yourself. Why? Why would I do that? Let's back, let's go back to the beginning verse, Matthew 20 and 28, but this time the Amplified Bible. Just as the Son of Man came not to be waited on, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, the price paid to set them free. So Christ came being perfect, flawless, without sin, no imperfection, came with the intent to give, to serve, to present himself as a living sacrifice for us so that we might be set free, sins forgiven and forgotten, and be given the gift of life in eternity with the creator of all, the earth, the heaven, everything. If Jesus can come to give and to serve in the way that, in the manner that he did and go through what he went through and be crucified, killed, die, and then come back from the dead so that we may be saved, to pay the ransom for our wretchedness. How much is it for us to be the living sacrifice, to live, to give, and to serve, not just to get? That's not too big a ask. That's not too big of a request. We'll never have to go through what he went through, but what he went through, we benefit from. Those are questions to ask yourself in your daily walk, in your daily life, in every aspect, in every area. That's how you walk with Christ. Is this pleasing in God's sight? Am I serving, a, am I serving one of his creations? How dare we think that it is okay to mistreat one of God's creations for our own selfish gain and benefit? That is a pathway to somewhere you don't want to go. It's going to keep you longer than you intended and cost you more than you ever expected to pay. Instead, we have the option to receive the gift of eternal life simply 
by conducting ourselves in the manner in which Christ has asked, has intended us to do. Think of that. Dwell on that. As you go through this next week, look for the opportunities to serve. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for this opportunity. And God, I thank you for the opportunity to serve my brothers and sisters, to use my life and be that living sacrifice, to do something that my, my flesh may want to do something different. But God, I am here to serve you. You have given me a gift that is that you cannot put a value on. And I didn't even ask for it, but I'm thankful for it. God, I ask that this message get through to the individuals, the people, my brothers and sisters who have heard it to help them in their daily walk, to help them come in, in alignment with what you would have them to do and where you would want them to be. And then for those that are walking that walk, Father, to encourage them, to lift them up, to help them to understand why things may seem to be challenging for them. Why? To, to, to reinforce that it, it is not for the faint of heart. To remind them, God, that to whom much is given, much is expected, that, that this walk is, is a walk that you love. It is a walk that your son walked. And to be that living sacrifice is a badge of honor. That the battle scars received are those that you look upon with high regard. And God, for that group that doesn't, for those individuals that don't know you, I ask that they pray this prayer with me. It's called the sinner's prayer, that they may come to know you. And it goes like this, Father God, I know I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I believe in my heart that your son Jesus died on the cross in my place and rose again so that I may be saved. I ask that you come into my heart. I accept your precious gift of salvation, victory over sin, and eternal life. And God, I thank you. I thank you for this moment in time. And I pray that you show me the opportunities that are before me, where I can serve, where I can be that living sacrifice as you would have it. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, if you said those words, you have accepted Christ into your life. Today is a new beginning, a new opportunity. You have been restored. I encourage you to read, to study, to immerse yourself in God's Word so that you'll be well equipped to manage the challenges that you will face on earth. I ask that you share this message with others that it will encourage them in their daily walk with Christ. And I also ask that you consider supporting this ministry through giving, not because I asked, but because God is leading you to do so. You feel like God is, is leading you to help in, in, in some way. Give as he has prompted for his works, for his service. Thank you for joining. We appreciate your support, and I hope that you join us again next Sunday. Until then, go and live your blessed life.
on purpose. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thoughts stirred in the sharing of God's Word, and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www.gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.